This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. You're hearing from Coal March and Triangle Pest Control's Donnie Shelton and PCO Bookkeepers, PCO M&A Specialist, and Turf Books Dan Gordon, as well as some of the biggest players in the pest control and lawn care industries. We're talking about what is changing in the industry and taking you straight to the front lines of what the future holds. If you're ready to grow your pest control or lawn care business, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes in the industry. As always, I am Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Pest Control, as well as CEO of Comarch, a digital marketing and sales services company that offers digital marketing to the pest and lawn industries. And Mr. Dan Gordon, the man who needs no introduction, is with me as well. Dan, would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. Very excited about the uh, guests that we have today and the topic that we're, we're going to discuss. And uh, I'm just really excited. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what happens after an M&A deal. And uh, we, our guest is Amy Wilson. She's a COO for Certus. And um, as you know, Certus is a, a firm that uh, was launched just a couple of years ago and has made many acquisitions uh, within the uh, pest control industry. So they're focused on partnering with leading regional pest control owner operators, providing them with capital and expertise to accelerate their growth provide further growth opportunities for their employees, maintain their brand, and become a regional leader. Um, so uh, I've worked with them. We've uh, actually probably done more deals with them than any of the other uh, M&A firms out there. So we've got quite a bit of uh, experience working with Amy and her team. Uh, Amy joined last February. Um, she comes from United Site Services. And I see here it's a route-based rental equipment company. They do porta potties, so that's that's what they do. So Amy started her, her career, by the way, a billion dollar porta potty company. So you know, if you don't, you, you know, if you, you you're, uh, you know, you a a royal flush. All right, that's my that's joke right, of the day. Royal there flush. you go. <laughs> that's a joke of the day. So uh, and I'm sure Amy's heard all of the jokes. Oh, like, I'm sure she has. I'm sure she's just like shaking her. Amy head. started her career as a controller there, so we love that that she's kind of uh, got an accounting background. Then was promoted to various roles in operations and eventually spent five years uh, as VP in their acquisition integration. And that's that's where I've gotten to know Amy is in integration. And uh, so just really excited to have her here. And uh, Amy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That was a uh, very professional and fancy. Yes, that's that's <laughs> what we're all about. only the best here. Let me just tell you, that's that's our yeah, that's our level. That's top top class. Hey, so just real quick, let's just set the stage here before we get into this, because I know that we've got a lot to cover and you've already said this. I just want to reiterate it for our listeners. So here's where we're at. You have now sold your company and now it's kind of after the deal is done. And, and Amy is the one that kind of takes care of getting this kind of integrated in what that's going to look like. And so I think this is going to be a great session because we're going to talk a little bit about what this looks like, what the process is, and ultimately how everyone benefits from doing that. So, Dan, you want to lead us off with the first question? 
Yeah, sure. And 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 by the way, if, if you're not selling or you haven't sold or you don't want to sell, a lot of the concepts of just cohesion and getting people to work together, it applies to, to business in general. But uh, tell us a little bit of, about Certus. I saw a um, on LinkedIn, I saw a little uh, uh, meme that you guys put up that you're in business for two years. And tell me some of the milestones. I, I was pretty impressed with, uh, with, with, with where you've been in only two years. You know, we have been moving so fast that we had to pause and kind of celebrate a little bit of wins. Um, so we actually did a happy birthday card for ourselves. And some of the stats that were listed was like, wow, I, I didn't realize we achieved that. So one of the things we just learned from our second birthday was we need to stop, pause and celebrate our wins. Um, but it's fantastic. Uh, our birthday card uh, showed that we are now in nine states. So I started with the organization. We were in Washington. We had done two acquisitions at $8 million in revenue. Um, we have now done, since even our birthday card, we're up to about 35 acquisitions, uh, ranging from a deal that was $60,000 to five to $10 million. So all different shapes and sizes. Um, so when you think of just a simple revenue number, uh, 19, we were at 8 million. We ended 2020 at 41. We're budgeted for 72 for this year, and I think we'll exceed that. So incredible. Wow. We're over 500 employees. Um, so it's, it's a wow factor. Um, probably the biggest thing that I'm proud of is we have not eliminated one person. Uh, to me, that's fantastic. That's why I'm at Certus, uh, is that we are very open to listening to our team, to thinking differently. Uh, and we can't do that if we don't have the new team members that come with our acquisition. So it's really the talent that I'm excited about versus the size of the deal. Um, right. And 35 promotions. And I was just just looking at this morning, just from January, we've had nine promotions from three acquisitions. That's awesome. So it's, That's wonderful. It's so exciting. What, tell us about your role. What is it that you do? So we, you know, uh, I sell my company to Certus and um, either I want to stay on or I want to retire. What, what happens then? Well, first we do a lot of homework. So Dan and I, you were, you were with me. Uh, Dan with uh, an acquisition due diligence uh, this out, or this week, and the biggest Two of them component closing <laughs> very you know, very soon. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. um, but we need to do our homework because everyone's different, right? So when we go through just understanding the operations, it's really a conversation. Um, I'm really seeking to learn something new every time I talk to someone and every one of them is different. So the most important thing that I think Certus does really well is that we listen. Uh, we are not the experts, we're gaining experts. Uh, and if we don't stop and listen and learn, uh, I think it goes sideways. And I think that's a huge component and something we talk about every day is active listening. So it starts with active listening, hearing what their desires and concerns and fears are and making sure that if we don't already have experience with it, we 
ask them to help us through it. So there's definitely a voice at the table um, and definitely uh, it's important for them to help us transition. It's not a please leave, it's a please stay with us, please help us gain that trust and earn the trust um, as we transition. So I know that you're very much a hands-on person. So just walk us through your philosophy. I mean, what you just described, over 500 employees, two years, I, I've got to believe, I'm sure you're working banker hours, right? Maybe, you know, two hour lunches. Um, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so walk me through uh, your philosophy on being out in the field and actually riding with techs as a person in upper management, because I think that's pretty unique. You know, most folks would not be caught dead on the front line. And I think it's pretty admirable that you do that. Can you just walk me through or, I mean, walk us all through kind of what that philosophy is and why? Absolutely. So I am very much a field person. Uh, being behind a desk makes me twitch. And this past year has been an experience for me that um, is like no other in the sense that I am always in the field. So uh, it's very simple to me. It's I need to learn so I can lead. And if I don't know uh, the team and what their desires are and what they're great at, then I can't be their leader. So I've always been very passionate about being in the field, um, <laughs> having a great time with our experts because I wouldn't have my position without them. And uh, I think that keeps me very grounded, um, but it's also a lot of fun. Uh, but when I'm able to sit at the table with our amazing experts in the field, uh, I learn so much. Um, plus, it's a lot of fun, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you're growing that quickly, uh, it's got to be terrific. Uh, tell us, what's the funniest thing or that, that's ever happened or surprised you on a ride along, either with service or with United Site Services? <laughs> So I can clean a mean toilet. I can tell you that. <laughs> I can do it in seven minutes. <laughs> it will smell the best, look the best. You'll want to use it, I promise. Right. Um, <laughs> so they had you. They, they, so so one of the drivers or, or, or uh, United Site Service uh, figured you were riding along, so he he or she would train you in the uh, art of toilet cleaning. You know, so funny story. So uh, the reason why I got into route and I had to make sure I had a class C truck was simply we would do very large events. So Burning Man is a perfect example. Very unique event, as you can imagine. Um, and I would see in all in all regards. <laughs> have you been going? Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm just. I agree with you that it's a very unique event. How's that? <laughs> um, but I would be there, and my first uh, job is just to make sure our team has everything they need. And sometimes they need help, and I could not just sit there and allow them to suffer and not be able to eat dinner because there's some RVs that needed to be pumped. So I'm like, let's go. I'm in, and I, I think. Uh, my manager at the time, because there's always a manager, so I work for the manager that's on site. And I think he got a couple complaints, but my intention was uh, to do my best. 
so I think I, I would have gotten a, a write-up, but that's all right. Um, it, it just was, it's just fun being with the people because I can be where I am today without them, as I said before. Um, but just knowing that uh, they know I'm an open door, um, they can call me anytime. Uh, I'm always searching to find a new way. Um, my first ride along with Certus, I was here, I believe, maybe two and a half weeks. Um, I'm not from the industry. Uh, I was very confident in coming on just because I know I come from a service industry. Uh, I know it's all about the people. It's caring for our customers. Um, it's doing the right thing. So I knew I was in a great place. Um, so I was like all about, let's go on a, on a ride along. And uh, Eric and Josh uh, will always be in my heart because they said, hey, welcome to the industry, let's go. Um, so I was all about it until we got to the first crawl space. And I said, oh, oh my, you're gonna go in there. You're gonna have to crawl forward and crawl back. Um, how about I watch the cat? So there was a cat that uh, the owner wanted to make sure it didn't get out. So I went on cat patrol. Um, but it's just fascinating what they do. Um, one of the things that I, I experienced that uh, made me realize um, there is a high level of professionalism in this industry was um, I met Eric, who is one of the best people I've ever met. Um, he said, all right, we're gonna do a quality check on Josh. And I said, oh, okay, does Josh know we're coming? And he said, well, no. And I thought, oh my goodness, we're gonna go behind the bushes. This is not what I'm about. This is not good. And so my heart was beating, but I'm like, okay, I'm just here. You guys to got like walkie talkies. Okay, he's, <laughs> he's he's turning the corner right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Secret okay. surveillance. Yeah. I'm seeking to understand. I'm learning. I'm not gonna say anything, but it was it my heart was pounding because I'm like, this, I just don't feel good about this. So we drove right up. Josh was in the house already to, uh, talking to the customer. And we started walking around the vehicle and making sure it was locked. And Eric was educating me on why it needs to be locked. And we we're looking in the cab and making sure there was no nothing on the dash. And then Josh comes out and my eyes are like, you know, wide open, like, oh my gosh, first impression. Busted. Busted. Like I'm looking at his truck inside his truck. And yeah. Josh walks out and he goes, It's my day. Oh, awesome. And I was like, blown away. I'm like, oh, so nice to meet you. He's like, yeah. He's like, I love when Eric comes and you guys need to check the back of my truck, make sure I have my inventory. And I have never experienced a quality control check like that. And he just was all about teaching me. Um, I learned about bugs. I had to take a bug in his lookbook bag. I went back and looked under the microscope and they gave me a book that was like, 10 inches thick and said, all right, I'm figure sure. out what bug this is. And I said, all right. I'm sure I'm you read it cover to cover, right? You've, oh, you've read it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Some of the most <laughs> interesting reading there is. It was on page 412. I'll never forget page 412. <laughs> but then we got to go to lunch and just learn. And Josh was a financial analyst before he came to the organization. Fascinating. And I was like, please explain to me, how, how did that transition happen? And he said, uh, I went to the Yellow Pages. I knew I didn't want to sit behind a desk anymore. And I pointed and it said pest control. Uh, he called Pioneer 
this was in Oregon, and went started talking uh, to the local uh, leader there, and then went through the process. And they go through tests just in the interview process. You know, how would you handle a customer? And he realized, you know what, this is a career. And that day was his one year, and he was celebrating it. So I had such a wonderful experience, and that was within the first two weeks. I said, you know what, this is this is a opportunity to have a wonderful career and something that's so important to the community and the public. Um, I just knew I was in the right place. So you kind of have answered this, but I just want to I just want to clarify here. So now you're 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 a little more than a year into your tenure. You've, you've made this transition from, um, I don't want, I don't know why I want to call it Royal flush, but I just can't, I can't for some reason, can't seem to let that go, but you've made this transition to pest control. And it sounds like your overall impression has been professional. Anything else? I mean, is, you know, has it met your expectations? I mean, has it been something that you really enjoy doing? Is it, I mean, and, and kind of where do you see yourself going in the industry? Well, hopefully I'm here to stay. Um, I I uh, really see this as a foundation of just wonderful people that care about the public. Um, it's really a career that people are passionate about. Uh, you're able to always learn something new. Um, you make a difference and an impact. Um, and it's just fascinating people. So. Where do I see myself? Hopefully being here until I retire and I'm on a really big boat next to a lake and a lake house one day. Um, but uh, <laughs> why not, right? In, uh, hey, really, in, in New Jersey, is that is that where you want to be? Big, big boat house, big boat? I'm laughing right now. Just, <laughs> there's an inside joke going on right now. Probably oh, okay, under okay. the I'll, I'll this is good. Yeah. So I live on my adventure in New Jersey. I live on a lake in New Jersey. He lives on a lake. And he's gotten into boating now and boating is Dan's thing. So when you said that, I just started dying laughing. So I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So funny. When I met Dan, I'm like, he's my people. And I think there we go. We just continue that, Dan. So that's pretty awesome. So we, I have a story and I told it the other day and I didn't want to bore bore anybody, but this is kind of actually pretty funny. So uh, I had a company. I had a couple. Actually, I think I had like three companies. So I, I called Mike and and George and said, "Hey, listen, uh, the, you know they're all in California. Let's let's go on a little road tour and, and meet everybody." So uh, you know, I I knew Mike and I knew George and I hadn't met Amy. And uh, Amy, uh, you know, we were in a like an SUV, like a suburban or something. And Amy's in the back seat, and she, I guess, was just came on and 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 she said, you know, I, I had asked her about the industry, and she said, yeah, I'm learning from from this book that I bought, and uh, it was my book, and she didn't know who I was, and uh, I think George or Mike turned around and said, that's the guy that wrote the book. <laughs> that was I'm fascinating. Sure I- I'm sure that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't say this book sucks, right? <laughs> I've read that book five times. I've read that book five times. But um, so, if you want some more, uh, uh, Donnie's got a, a book called Shrink. I mean, Grow and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's so funny. Wait, that's some funny. selfless uh, 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 promotion of your book, Donnie. Uh, um, grow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Well, you know, part of that book was um, when I first, so stepping back, the reason why I joined Certus was Mike. Um, I was leaving an organization that I had been with for 14 years. Uh, I had made the decision because there was some change in leadership that um, they're great people, they have great minds. It just uh, it didn't feel right to me. Um, but I took some time because I cared and I, I was working for the people and my team and the amazing individuals that had been there 25, 30 plus years. Um, so I, I decided to take a journey on, on looking at what my new um, challenge and adventure would be. And I, I met Mike and I asked him point blank, how do you, how do you acquire and what do you do after? And I was looking for a place that put our people first, um, that gave opportunity to always know there's a better way. Um, and then that we don't synergize people, meaning people get to stay and we cannot grow without the talent that we acquire. And that's all about our acquisitions are the people. And I felt it, it wasn't just words. Um, I asked him for a couple examples and I said, this is the home where I want to be. Um, and it's been like that every day. Mike is simply amazing. Uh, and it's when I say he's simply amazing, it's because we're always talking about our people and we're always pausing. You know, you can be very quick to say we need this. We need this SOP. We need to standardize this. And I think there's a lot of value in that. But we've been taking our time. And I just value that so much. Um, ben, who's for those, our CFO. Yeah, so it. for those who don't know, Mike Mike, Mike Givlin, who's the CEO of uh, Certus. So, uh, yes, amazing human being. Yeah. Um, and Ben, yeah. who you don't hear all the time about, he's our CFO. I call him the Big Heart Foundation because he may be rough on the edges. He calls himself the wet blanket, um, but he has the <laughs> biggest heart that anyone can imagine. He's just, he's made me a better person. So I just uh, love him to death. But we have continued to put our people first, even through this whole challenging 2020. Um, we immediate, were immediately sat in front of each other and we spent a lot of time via video. Um, I told him when we get back in the field, I don't want to see you because I see you every day, face, face to face. Um, but joking aside, uh, 2020, one of the first things we did was how do we make our employees know that they are safe, that they are going to be okay, that we're going to be okay, and that we are putting them first, uh, not only them, but their families. Um, so we were constantly thinking of how do we stay connected being behind a screen? So... Yeah, so, so tell us about some of the employee engagement programs that you implemented. We, uh, you told me about a couple of them, you know, the, the, the uh, reading club and things like that. I, I was floored by, by the, the culture building during this crazy time. Tell, tell us about that. Sure. So I'm, I like to have fun, uh, but I also was very concerned about that whole transition of family being home, children being home doing that balance, like I always joke with Mike, I'm the cafeteria lady, I'm the stay-at-home math teacher uh, and a uh, pest uh, control professional. Um, 
So we immediately got on the phone and said, okay, how do we take care of our team? What do they need? Uh, so we immediately made the commitment. We're going to touch all of our direct reports daily. And it really was just check how they're doing. Is there anything we can do for them? Um, and we had started to make it fun, right? So we, we had a weekly meeting with our ops managers and our main purpose of that meeting was just to be with each other. Um, so we quickly said, oh, let's make it a Jersey day. Let's make it a fun hat day. And we talked about a lot of topics, but if we just socialize with each other, we felt that staying connected was important. Um, we then said, hey, you know, there's a lot of children at home. The families are always part of everything we do. Our, our team is working long hours. Uh, what can we do for the kids? And we said, you know what, let's do bug talk. So we did some uh, live meetings at night and we had Eric talk about all different types of bugs and we gave him assignments to go find a spider and a butterfly and we read a story to the small ones uh, that that related to the insect we were talking about we also had some teenagers on we talked a little bit about you know a career in pest control so that was really fun uh, we did uh, a reading club with a few of us not many attached to that i think more people like to listen to podcasts um right sign of times yeah. Yeah, we did a we did a paint night. Uh, we did a share our talent discussions, uh, but anything to to stay connected behind a screen was uh, important to us. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So, um, what kind of what you know? Obviously, you're you're doing integration, but you're also building a culture. Um, so, you know. Um, and the the rate at which you're making these acquisitions is is tremendous. I think I saw 30 in two years. I know we've done a whole lot of them, but um, you know, is is you know, you're one person. Uh, is is that staff going to uh, expand, or are there any plans to 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 do that, or you know, like your chief culture officer? I think um, so. So tell me about that. Yeah. So. Uh, I was joking the other day, um, we had an org chart that we uh, presented to uh, our private equity firm. And the, what we presented then is not what it is now. And I think um, we're comfortable and we have so much support uh, from our private equity team. It's the best team I've worked for and I've been through many of them. Um, we're allowed to think we're allowed to change and we're allowed to be flexible. So that same org chart is not the same org chart that we just uh, worked on in a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're always seeking to find a better way. And I always say the culture is an output. So I'm not gonna have meetings and say, let's talk about culture, right? I wanna have meetings to say, what resources can we give our team to be better? Uh, how can we be active listeners? I just did a coaching coaching session with one of our market presidents. And I said, uh, we had an acquisition that, you know, we're going to make mistakes. And one of the gaps that I noticed was the sense of relationship. Everybody knew they were part of something bigger, but I felt there was a gap in that personal one-on-one -on -one relationship. Um, so we move really fast and sometimes we become a machine. And I think we need to not 
be that in the long term. It, it happens, and we're gonna, like I said, we're going to make mistakes. But I had a coaching session to say, look, we're the we're the we are who we are, and we're going to continue to grow because of our people. So I need you to go in there, and I need you to just listen. And by doing that, so much uh, so much joy came out of it. Um, I was able to get an update, and they went to dinner, and there was hugs, and they were talking about fish and family and all that wonderful stuff. But uh, it's really important to focus on your people, allow them to elevate, um, allow them to bring ideas to the table and the culture of what we identify as people first and reaching higher should be our output. Um, and that uh, that's important to me. Uh, I have a fancy title. It's called Chief Operating Officer. Uh, when I introduce myself, I introduce myself as Amy. Uh, I let them know that I am their resource. Um, I feel weird if I even say I'm a COO, right? Because uh, yes, I'm here to lead the team, but more so I'm there to be a resource. Um, for our leadership, I say I'm the bumpers to our journey, right? They can change lanes, but I'm gonna make sure they don't fall off the road, right? So. Um, always being innovative, I think, is important for us. But so, so how still, is, go ahead. No, I was going to say we're still building our culture. I yeah. think our culture is going to forever be evolving. I was going to so, say, I think so. you always are building it, right? It's never done. Yes. Never done. So how is Certus uh, different or the same as United, um, other than the product or service, whatever? Um, I think. They are absolutely aligned in the sense of amazing people. Um, when you get into the service industry, it has to be in your blood, right? You can't, you're always going to have Cranky Joe. But if you talk to Cranky Joe, which is the person I love to do ride-alongs with because you find out they're so fantastic and they, they're not grumpy to their customers. They're just grumpy when they get home. Um, so I think just the service industry and the talent and the care um, Fascinating. So I was losing a family uh, that I thought, you know what, they're the best I've ever seen. And then I came to our industry in Certus, and it's the best I've ever seen. Very parallel. Um, we need to, every deal is different. Every onboarding is different. Um, I, I seek uh, the first day uh, agenda with the soon-to-be prior owner. They know their people the best, so uh, I can give recommendations or best practices, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what they believe is right uh, and have a happy medium. Um, what's great, and I, I kind of chuckle, but I think it's a great thing and a, an advantage for Certus is I can't tell you how our competitors do integration. I don't know, um, but I know what we want to be, and we want to be different. Um, different, I don't know. Different to me is um, always thinking that there's a better way. Um, we may do integration exactly the same, I don't know, but I'm focusing on what's right for us. Um, and I'm sure they're doing a fantastic job. Um, but to us, our people, always saying what can we do better and what are we gonna learn today is so crucial to me. I think it also starts in your due diligence process and not to scare anybody, but, but your due diligence process is very comprehensive. It doesn't mean that you can't get through. We've gotten through a bunch of them, 
but once you know somebody inside and out, then you can identify the problems and whatnot. And as far, you know, we do know all the, all the different companies and their integration processes, and you, you are among the best. I mean, there's no question in my mind. So. so can you just, I mean, high level, walk us through what that looks like? Okay, so you've, you, you know, obviously you have the due diligence and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's this company about? What's their culture about? What, you know, how does this company operate? And, and then you guys decide, okay, this, this is probably going to be a good fit for us. And now I'm not saying you have a checklist or anything, but now it's like, okay, now this has happened. Can you just kind of high level walk us through like, what does this process look like at service? So, you know what I mean? Yes. So um, for all our, our owners or, or future team members, as I say, um, we do have a checklist. I will tell you our integration checklist is 438 tasks. Will they ever see that? No, no way. Oh, but boy, I mean, yes, you've seen it, right, Dan? Oh boy. <laughs> um, but that's just to keep us uh, aware of all the things that can happen. Um, yeah. So the, the uh, due diligence we did this week, Dan, I, I X'd probably eight boxes out of that questionnaire because uh, one, I had already studied all the information that, that you have provided. And I think a lot of times people don't do that. Um, but, you know, let's do some studying before we take the time, uh, the precious time of, of the owners. Um, but it's, it's very fluid and it's really uh, trying to understand what they would like to see. Um, and it's, it's surprising how aligned we are. Um, they want to make sure their people are okay. We want our people to be okay. Uh, they want to make sure they have opportunity. We're always focusing on career pathing and what does that look like? Um, they want to be able to have peace of mind when they go on their new adventure and we hope they go on the new adventure and sipping pina coladas or having a Diet Coke uh, fishing, whatever that may be. Um, and we want them to be successful and stay in touch um, as part of our family. They don't go away uh, in our eyes. Um, so the process itself, um, again, very organized in the back end, but very fluid for us. So, so day know, one, you, you just bought a company, everything's good. And now you got to tell the employees that, you know, there's new ownership. How, how does it work? So like I said before, we, we know what's going to happen. We highly recommend, uh, and it's worked for us, is the night before it closed, we ask that uh, if the prior owners are willing, uh, we'd like to meet with their key team members. Um, because as you know, with relationships, as soon as you hear um, the company has been sold, they're gonna look right to their leaders and see if they're okay. Are they okay with it? Are they nodding? So we wanna give the time uh, to the prior, to the, our future leaders to ask all the questions they want, um, to get angry with us, to cry, um, to ask the questions and make sure they're comfortable. Of course, they're not gonna be 100% comfortable because we have to uh, have, show action uh, that shows them that we wanna earn their trust, that we don't expect it, um, but we wanna give them that time. We then, uh, the next day, we wanna have a in-person meeting. Uh, the prior owner, we suggest, just has some one-on-one -on -one time with their people and uh, let them know the reason why, uh, why they selected CERTUS, uh, what they um, expect and, and hope for them. 
and then we come on board. So we always want to have uh, the leadership that's going to come join the organization meet the existing leadership. And like I said, many of the acquired leaders that we acquire um, are some of our best leaders. So we want to make sure that they are comfortable. So we're very fluid. I always say and, and teach our team that meeting could be two hours. It could be 10 minutes. It's whatever our people um, feel is right. So if they want to ask a hundred questions, we're all about it. If they want to be silent, we know that that happens and we're okay with that. Um, we then are there for them for the next week. So what I have found is day two and three is where everyone starts to settle, but the, um, the insecurity, the doubt are usually that day two or three. So we want to be there to, um, to listen, uh, to be open, uh, to answer any questions they may have. And if we don't have the answers, we'll let them know. Uh, so that first week uh, is, hey, we're here, we're here to support you. But if we would be kidding ourselves if we think that we just captured a relationship and they trust us and march on. Um, I always tell our team we have to earn the trust. Uh, when I meet the our new team members, I say, hey, look, um, our actions are what gonna sh what's going to, you know, I can say whatever you want about how great we are and, and the opportunities you have, but those are just words. Uh, our actions need to prove it. And um, there's always going to be one or two team members that uh, may walk away. Uh, I see them upset. Uh, some are angry. Um, some that want to leave immediately. And I try to get in front of them and say, look, I hear you. Um, I want to be here to support you. I want to uh, be here for you to punch, uh, for you to cry with. Uh, whatever you need me to be, I'm going to be. Um, a lot of them, when they say, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to go to, I'm leaving. I don't want to be part of a big organization. I don't like change. And I, I pause and I say, you know, change is every day. I said, but if you leave, you're going to leave your support system and you're you're going to go to change, probably even greater change. So give us 60 days. Just just see what we're about. And, you know, we've been lucky. We've been have we. I think our actions have proved what we're about. So we're we're getting towards the end here. And I want to at least for folks who are listening, who may be considering are looking to sell at some point. I mean, obviously, I think all owners will, right? But my, my question is, so what advice do you have for PMPs who are looking to sell their business? I, and I say someday, of course, that we all know that there'll be one day, but maybe short term and then maybe like five plus years. What what advice would you have? For First PMPs? and foremost is to call us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug, Gordon. Yes. 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 All right. You know, I leave the deal and the number stuff to our our expert, George. He's just fantastic. He's just a fantastic uh, person. He's one of the funniest people, too. Um, so I'm not going to talk about the deal because I, I think everybody, there's what they need and what they expect and, and uh, what they desire. Um, what I would recommend is get to really understand uh, what the organization that they sell to is about. 
Um, Mike is very much an open book. Uh, we, we encourage them to speak to prior owners that have made the decision to sell to Certus. Um, yeah, that's the biggest advice. I would say just go speak to someone that has gone through it. I don't know, I don't know how you're going to react, but I do know that we see you as a team member. Um, we do support you on your next adventure, whatever that may be. Um, but you always have a home to come and share some new ideas. Uh, you are always welcome to tell us what we're missing or, or where our gaps are. Uh, we welcome that. Um, but I think, you know, the numbers are the numbers, the deal is the deal. But at the end of the day, it's about your customers and people. And I think you need to understand who you're selling to. And like I said, I believe everyone in this industry is fantastic. I don't care. Uh, what your jersey name is, um, but I think it's uh, understanding what we're about. Um, I have no problem meeting with someone so they can uh, talk to me and see uh, how I run and, and what I think is important. Um, but I probably, I would, I would recommend and, and more so acknowledge that we know it's going to be hard to walk away. Right. This is something they've built. This is this is their family. Um, this is people that they see as children. Um, and, you know, I've heard some horror stories where it's like, you know, we take the keys, clean out your desk. Bye. Right. Um, and we're not about that. We see it as, hey, if you want to go and head off to Hawaii, great. We'll support you. If you want to stay, uh, we welcome it. And I think it's part of our success is having that relationship with our soon to be prior owners um, and helping them helping us be better um, because they are the ones that uh, have made such successful organizations that we want to acquire. Um, so we never forget that. You know, what's so interesting, main, uh, we, see, uh, we see sellers remorse. And I don't mean that they have remorse to selling to a particular company or getting the money. But they didn't plan, okay, so this was a massive part of your life and it's going to come to an end. What are you going to do to fill that time? Uh, I guess you could go fishing. I guess you could uh, you know, go hunting or whatever. But what is it that, that your next step is? Because we definitely see a lot of that. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, we've had we had it all over the place. It's like whenever I meet, um, like we just met with someone and and – we always ask, you know, what does your life look like after pest control? And just this week, it, it was the best answer I've ever heard was, well, I'm still going to keep killing things. I thought, whoa, <laughs> wow, turned out to be hunting. I was like, okay, I, I'm good with that. But that was the best, right, Dan? I was like, wow. Oh, that's hilarious. That's um, hilarious. I think you have to be aware that you're going to be bored. You don't work so hard to, to make such a fascinating organization and then just stop. Right. So we always ask that, like, what's your next adventure? Can we help you get there? Um, we've had owners come back. We have a fascinating owner that was going to move to Idaho and have a ranch and relax. And I think he got about two months in and he said, I, I need to do something. Um, so he's now working part time for us, helping us uh, capture some HOAs, new business. Um, we have, I know that guy. Yeah, he's fascinating. Um, 
but we're always there. We're open. You know, if you want to join our organization and do business development, that's that's great. This is all about relationships. This industry is all about relationships. Um, if you want to just hang out with us, we're good. I mean, Mike goes and visits prior owners all the time. Uh, so does George. Uh, so, you know, we're open. We we see them as part of our family and we're not that engine that's going to just knock them out. Right. The first thing I tell them and everyone can hear me. Do not empty your office. Do not. You, you have to help us transition your key part to our success. Um, eventually, they'll end up packing and we need to begin to build relationships with our, our team and have them uh, help at a distance. But. All right. Good. Well, this is this has been great. I um, any any parting thoughts here, Dan, before we close out? No, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, if you're thinking about uh, you know uh, exiting, uh, give us a call. We can hook you up with Amy and some of the people at Certus, and uh, um, we love doing business with them. Um, you know, and and a lot of it has to do. You know, like Amy said, the deal is the deal, the money's the money. But you know, uh, the, the 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 folks that you want to deal with. How are they going to treat your employees? How are they going to treat your customers? And I think that uh, Service is a terrific organization. And um, their CFO, who uh, Amy referred to before, is it is it a teddy bear or something? He's no teddy bear. He's awesome. His name <laughs> Ben Kaplan. He, he's an awesome CPA. Uh, and uh, and George uh, Todd as well. He's the director of M&A, who's, who's excellent as well. So we really enjoy working with you guys. Yeah. Well, Amy, well, I, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, really thank you both. You, you have been part of my educational journey. I've enjoyed listening to you. I remember the uh, help you gave us when COVID started to impact us and watching your uh, webinars. And uh, I just want to thank you for being part of my educational journey. You guys are fantastic. And I admire well, it sounds like it was all Dan and, and my books are, I don't know what my books are here, but apparently yeah. they're not, they're not read worthy, not, not Dan. So that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's quite all right. But no. Talk about but something no. everybody loves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, listen, Amy, thank you so much. This has been great. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, please remember to leave us a review, like us on whatever, platform you're using to um to consume the content with and and with that we're going to sign off here amy thank you again dan by the way no one can see dan dan is in this goofy golf hat and he's going to go golfing after this just i just want to paint that picture so it's not goofy. it's just it's goofy to see him in a hat so anyway amy thank you dan take care we'll see you guys next time bye-bye now